And welcome back to the Yankee Nation podcast. Today is Wednesday, December 20th, and we're getting festive here on the Yankee Nation podcast. We absolutely are. Jesus so greeting. Brian. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, for those on audio only, uh, Brian just lit up his Santa hat and there you go. the lights are going. So, um, Yankees are in a festive, uh, hoping to give the fans a Christmas gift this week. Uh, of course, we've been tracking the Yoshinobu Yamamoto sweepstakes for weeks now. Um, it's kind of funny. We kind of expected him to go right away after he got posted. Um, but then I think he got he got overwhelmed with interest, and now he's going to really take his time and, and make his decision um, on the teams that, team that he wants to play with. Um, but, yeah, the Yankees are very much in this conversation. They're very serious about him from what we, we know from, from Jack Curry to basically every reporter. Uh, an insider, but either way, Brian, how you doing? I got to turn it back on. It goes off every like <laughs> 10 seconds or something like that. Season's greetings. This is our last show before Christmas. You know, yep. Ryan, hopefully you got your Christmas list out there and, uh, and Santa's watching over everything. We know, we know you have a birthday request, but we really want to make it a Christmas yes. request. Okay. We want uh, Yoshinobu Yamamoto to sign before Christmas, and that gives all the Yankee fans, uh, and and that they all have the yeah. opportunity to be festive uh, all the way through. But as we've always said, and I, I do talk every once in a while, Padres, because I'm out here in San Diego, but this is a show reserved for Yankee fans only, okay? But heck, <laughs> if you're not a Yankee fan, you could still be part of our uh, podcast every week, okay? And yes. uh, I'm getting into the spirit of knowing we are both audio and video, so... I'm trying to right. do my best to make sure we're doing both there and stuff. Um, and we're doing good. But, you know, it's kind of a slow week. A lot of, a lot of, uh, just a lot of hope and, and rumor stuff. We did have one action, one transaction go down, uh, which we'll talk about, um, which is the McKinney thing. And then, uh, you know, uh, we're all just kind of hoping and waiting right now. Yeah. Um, basically, the whole offseason. And the whole baseball world is waiting on Yamamoto to make his decision. And he's kind of holding up the market for the rest of the pitchers. Um, And, you know, the the position player market is just not great right now, which is so That's why it's so good that the Yankees went the Juan Soto route, because the drop off from that was just, uh, it was stark. But yeah, a lot of rumors about Yamamoto right now, you know, they're they're kind of reporting basically every every piece of information that they can get right now, which kind of yeah. just like the, they did with the Juan Soto trade. Um, yep. But seems like he might be be making a decision this week. Uh, he of course his deadline to make a decision is January fourth, um, yep. which is my birthday. And I tweeted that at him yesterday. I was like, "Hey, just want to let you know." My yeah. birthday's on the fourth, and I do like the Yankees, so take that into consideration. Absolutely, uh, when you're making your decision, you know, absolutely. And then what would be really cool is after he makes his decision to join the Yankees, he was like, you know, it was the Ryan Bologna, tri- it was a Ryan Bologna yeah. X X tweet, tweet, Twitter X that that brought me over the top. You know, I love that stuff. Yeah, I mean, I was gonna, he was gonna announce on Christmas, but. He saw yeah. my tweet, so yeah. Uh, Sorry, exactly. 
it's my fault that he's taking this long, but um, <laughs> you know, uh, I'm being <clears throat> a little selfish right now. But <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Um, all right, so so uh, let's get into the reporting and kind of the news that happened around Yamamoto over the last week. So the biggest development was that he came east and he met with two teams. One of those two teams was the Yankees. He met with them on Sunday. He met with Steve Cohen and the Mets the night before at at Cohen's place um, at dinner there. Um, Yankee, there was also, there were rumors that the Yankees were having like Aaron Judge and CeCe Sabathia come in for the meeting with them. Um, Oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah. Um, you know, he talks so reverently about Hideki Mitsui. Um, yeah. So I really hope he got a chance to meet Mitsui one of these, one of these times, you know? Yeah. Whether it was a zoom or not, uh, or in person, you know? I think Matsubi works for the organization or he's yep. an official member in yeah. some form, but yep. yeah, I mean, hopefully Yankees, uh, you know, had some like good Christmas cookies for him or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, just getting, swing the decision I, in his favor. Yeah. I'm just excited. The fact that he um, got a chance to meet with the Yankees a second time, uh, you know, after the LA yeah. visit, I could confuse, as I was saying to you before broadcast, it was a, confusing to me that they met with him in LA and, and stuff. But I guess there was a planned meeting to come back and meet him because he's got it with his, with his desire to be part of a, a big team history and, and the lore of a, of a great, great team to get him to the point where he actually can walk the hallowed Yankee Stadium and get in there, stand on the mound maybe, and just look around mm-hmm. and stuff um, would be something that, you know, might be, a, you know, something that tips the scales. It's very different yeah. than going out to Flushing. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I don't, I, we don't know if it was at Yankee Stadium, right. uh, the meeting. It was, I think John Heyman tweeted out that, like, it was an undisclosed location. But right. I, I mean, the fact that the Yankees did get a second meeting and other East Coast teams that are in on him, like the Red Sox, the Phillies, and the Blue Jays, Blue Jays. they um, they didn't get setting second meetings. So, right. um, he met. Uh, it seems like the four possibilities are the Yankees, Mets, the Dodgers, and San Francisco Giants. Who he met in San Francisco with them. He he didn't. You know, when right. he went, when he was holding meetings on the on the West Coast, it was it, it was viewed that like, hey, he's holding these meetings at his agency, but he didn't meet with his uh, with the Giants at the agency. He went up there to uh, to meet them. Yeah, and he of yeah. course, I think the agency was close to Dodger Stadium, so he got the in stadium tour or whatever there, and they had you know they had bets, you know, Freddie Freeman and Otani show up for that meeting. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. You know, they they pulled out all those guys. Um so yeah, it'll be interesting to see where you know he di- he decides to go. I think the I think the money will be there, you know, no matter where he right. s- decides to go. Yeah. I think like uh, unless, you know, if if all the the offers are in the same ballpark, I I think he'll just go to whatever team he wants to go to the most. Um and the only team I could see just offering, I don't know, thirty million more than everyone else is the Mets, really. 
um, which I, I don't know. Cause it seems, it seems like the Yankees and Dodgers and, you know, giants probably too. They, they have been on him for a while and they really want to get him. So I don't know how, I, I don't know if they aren't going to beat Steve Cohen's offer likely, but I don't see them letting the Mets offer be miles ahead of them. I, I see that. I see it being close enough to be a conversation. I think you're on mute, Brian. Yeah, I think you were right when you were talking uh, again prior podcast about the lineup. Okay, and um, and and uh, you know all they got to do is present the Yankee lineup versus the Mets lineup. Okay, now granted, yeah. the Dodger lineup can go toe to toe with the Yankee lineup. Okay, the real key there is it's arguably better. So it's yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah exactly. You know, I mean, now you got Shohei add him to the mix with everybody else. But, um, yeah, you know, but again, um, does he want to be second fiddle behind Shohei or, right. you know, or does he, or does he, you know, you know, would Shohei even allow him to give, you know, a co-spotlight or whatever. But, uh, I just think, I, I just hope his love of the Yankee tradition is true and real. And, yeah. uh, and I think they went out. Here's an an interesting factor at play here is, you know, of course, one of the big factors as far as why teams want him a lot is because he brings in that the Japanese audience. The Dodgers already have that. Yep. They aren't going to get any endorsements. They already they weren't already going to get. Right. They, they have Otani. They're going to get right. the endorsements and, you know, the, the ad revenue that they get from that. Um, So it's like. With the Otani contract, it was viewed as like, hey, a lot of this endorsement stuff is going to pay off that deal. Like, that's right. not the case for Yamamoto now. So, are they going to be motivated to offer more than the Yankees or the, the Mets uh, for him? Uh, I'm not sure. Um, I, I know they, they do need pitching. They did trade for Tyler Glass now, um, but yeah. they, they need more. Their, their, their rotation fell apart last year and and you know it was right. just non-competitive in the playoffs yeah. you need another guy whether that's yamamoto or someone else um i didn't i didn't realize the last dodgers championship was 1988 2020 2020 but, i thought uh, right yeah 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 they won in the shortened season yeah yeah oh the shortened season right so i think yeah. that was the whole idea about the last full full season thing or something. But yeah. Yeah. You know, um, probably down to two teams. I don't know if money's going to be the differentiator in this case, because they're all going to have money. Um, as you yeah. said, so, you know, let's just, uh, let's, let's hope he takes for tradition. Let's, let's hope Tanaka had a good, had a, you know, gave him a good <laughs> reference, uh, you know, because the Yankees right. have a great background in, uh, in Japanese, in bringing over Japanese players, you know, obviously, Matsui. Yep. Tanaka, uh, Hideki Arabu was the first, right? Um, mm. Yeah. So yeah, they. Um, you know, I, I think it was interesting. Jack Curry was talking about this: how Yamamoto is very routine based, mm. and he made sure to mention that the Yankees have made like emphasized to him that like you're going to be able to bring your routine over here, and we are not going to disturb that. Like, we're not going to change that at all. You're going to be able to be yourself with the Yankees, yeah. um, which I think is big. Uh, That's a huge know. statement too, considering the way, um, the way it went with uh, Gray, 
when he was here, right? I mean, mm-hmm. there, there was a whole discussion about how he, he they, they tried to get him to change his routine and change everything, which is one of the reasons he said he failed. Right. But they're not here anymore. Yeah. You got Matt Blake in the pitching lab, and who knows what they might come up with as yeah. just a suggestion, you know? Right. Uh, and, you know, I, I think, uh, you know, Yamamoto has three pitches that grade out as either very good to elite at the major league level. Um, and yeah. this, this is why teams are so in on him. You know, it's very easy. It's, it's a lot easier now with the technology that we have to um, project performance for pitchers uh, coming over from Japan. You know, you have the, the stuff to measure pitch shape and, you know, all, all that type of stuff um, yeah. that teams use to dive deep on that. Um, and you know, he has the three, the three pitches, uh, he has the, the good fastball, which is, that's very important. Of course, like the fastball is, you gotta have that if yeah. you want to have it be an ace. Yep. Um, and then he has a, a good curveball. That's like, it, it's like 77 miles an hour is probably going to be thrown a little harder now because of, yeah. you know, when he comes over because they don't have the tacky ball over here and right. he's going to need to get more velocity on that to, yeah get the break that he wants, but still should be a good pitch. And then the splitter that he has is one that people think immediately could be the best splitter in MLB. Oh, wow. So that's, that's why, um, that's why people are so in on and willing to give him a lot of money. And I, I think, you know, the fact that, you know, I think Yankees and Dodgers are two of the smartest organizations when it comes to pitching you know they know what they know what they're doing and the fact that those two are um are are two of the main players here i think that says a lot you know i I think it calms some of course he's he's never thrown an mlb pitch which like there's always going to be that nervousness there yeah but i think that i the fact that teams that know pitching are in on him big I, i think that's that that kind of calms you calms you down a little bit. Well, and you just look at the fact that he's twenty five years old. <laughs> no, and he's you know he's yeah. going to be around for he's going to be around for a while and stuff. And he, you know, as we said last week, the Yankees, you know, uh, how how made a commitment. The Yankees are going to get younger. And <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, this is this is another this is another opportunity to do that. Yeah, I, I mean, <laughs> when he initially made that comment, he was. We were, People were like, "Oh, he's just gonna—he's not gonna pay, and he's gonna—he's gonna just let these prospects try and hope, hope that this is gonna be good." Um, but no, it's—it's no, it's very possible that they—they uh, they end up with just two twenty-five-year-old superstars. Yeah, <laughs> the twenty-five-year-old superstars to go with their twenty-eight and twenty-nine-year-old. Well, wait, no, how old is Judge now? He's thirty. Uh, he's gonna be thirty-two. When yeah, yeah, yeah. Next season so comes to out. go with their to go with their older superstars in in uh, Garrett Cole, Cole and Judge and Aaron Judge, you know. So yeah, here's the thing: if you say the Yankees get Yamamoto and then they lock down Soto long term, by the time Judge and Cole are are done with their deals, they'll yep. Yankees whatever superstars are around next time. You know, yep. by the time they're they're gone. Soto will be like 32 and Yamamoto will be early 30s and you'll be able to be like, hey, you know, 
these are our two older stars. Let's go get our two younger stars again. <laughs> Basically, what they did with right, you know, Soto and and Yamamoto. Yep. Um, of course, hopefully Yamamoto. Um, well, they yeah. might have one. They might have one in the making in Spencer Jones too. You know, um, <laughs> so he could he could potentially rise up the ranks and, and do some stuff. Which, by the way, did you did you see any of the interviews with the with the the I guess uh, I guess it was judges batting coach, um, the um, hitting coach. Um, I, I saw some clips. I know mm-hmm. he he's kind of like unhinged on Twitter. I I I know yeah. I've seen that. <laughs> he's very yeah. Uh, yeah. He's like I deal with guys personally and stuff. Uh, I you know I wouldn't work for any team. Uh, and stuff, but he he did drop a hint that he's working with Spencer Jones in addition to Judge. Yeah, and he's working yeah. with uh, Rizzo this off season too. Yeah. Um, we'll see. Anyway, sorry. Yeah. <clears throat> a little tangent. I, I do want to. I do want to say something here. I think uh, you know when that when the off season began, you had the the Yankees haters, I guess, or like yeah. just people who don't. Like the Yankees, they'll be like, "Oh, the Yankees will never get Soto," and right. then it turns into, "Oh, the Yankees don't have enough prospects to get Soto," <laughs> and then it turns to, "Oh, the Yankees overpaid for Soto and prospects," <laughs> yeah. and then it's, "Oh, the Yankees are never going to sign Yo- Soto long term." Right. Oh, they'll never get Soto and Yamamoto. Yeah, and then <laughs> if they get Soto and Yamamoto, it'll be like, "Oh my God, it's hilarious that they think Soto and Yamamoto are going to help them that much." <laughs> yeah. That's what, that's keep, what it's 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 just the goalposts keep on moving. <laughs> exactly, and they get they get a chance to get a front row seat on the sideline watching it happen. <laughs> you know. Yep. And, yep. Yeah, and um, you know, one of those teams up, up in Massachusetts, you know, they they watched the Yankees yeah. get a second meeting and they didn't. So <laughs> Oops. It's okay though, guys. Um, yeah. 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 You go ahead. All right. Um, all right. So let me ask you the question. Okay. Is 300 million overpaying for Yamamoto? I kind of think so, but I, I kind of would do it too. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I also, I, I think I said this before we started recording, but yeah. I think he's, It'll be high two hundred millions because, and you know, this is something Jeff Passan reported that you know he kind of threw cold water on the hey he's already received three hundred million dollar offers. Yeah. Um, I think he will receive that offer probably from Steve Cohen. Yeah. Um, but I also do think his deal could potentially be like a three hundred million, kind of the kind of the in the way that Otani's deal is seven hundred million, where yeah, you know. You maybe instead of a ten-year, three hundred million dollar deal, it's twelve years. Cuts down the AAV a little bit, right. and then a little a, a bit of deferred money to uh, you know that helps the luxury tax uh, payroll as right. well. Right. So I, I think it'll be kind of a fake three hundred million, but uh, yeah. that's just kind of my thing. <laughs> I, I could say I just could see him having the same mind, mindset of like, oh, he Otani Otani did this to. You know, give his team a couple more million to spell to spend. Um, well, like about twenty-five million, yeah, uh, to spend. But I can see Yamamoto doing something like that. Um, 
I'm not sure if the Yankees are a huge deferred money team either. Um, they, I, I don't think they've been big on that. You know, Judge yeah. doesn't have any. I don't think. I know, but the Dodgers have done it recent in recent years, not only with Otani but Monkey Betts, because it just yeah. helps the luxury tax payroll. Mm-hmm. So Yankees should probably try to take advantage of that. If, yeah, if I they, think they could yeah. probably say to a team if a team comes up to them and says, "Yeah, you know, everybody's offering us deferred money." I said, "Yeah, we could do that too." Um, but we'd put you right. in a Hideki Matsui role, like you are still with the organization and you're still part of our, you know, outreach for fans and stuff and, and things like that. You know I mean? Yeah. They've, they've got guys, a lot of guys doing that, but I, um, I'm kind of in the, if, if he does get overpriced and let's say the Mets come in with some knock your socks off offer and, and the yeah. Yankees, and and it's told to the Yankees that you got to be three hundred plus or forget it, you know, type of thing. You got you got Monty out there, you got Snell out there, you got other guys out there that with that same amount of money you could bring them in, fill two spots in your rotation. And I know you said the Yankees are only. You told me the Yankees would only get really probably only get one of those guys. <clears throat> you, you know, how many times do we ever hear Cashman say you can never have too much fishing, right? And um, yeah, and stuff. But yeah, you know, I mean, it would be uh, it would be a heartbreak, but I don't think I'd be overly sad if the Yankees walked walked on something that was just way too way too far out there, and mm-hmm. and, and went and nailed two of the other two of the other guys waiting in you know waiting in the wings, right? Yeah. Now. Yeah, I, I think, you know, if you talk to me at the beginning of the offseason, I think we ha- we answered this question on multiple podcasts, but mm-hmm. um, uh, we wanted Soto more than we wanted yeah. Yamamoto, for yeah. sure. Like, now that we have him, we all want well, Yamamoto really bad, but, you know, I, I think Soto was the bigger need. I yeah. think, uh, Of course, starting pitching is more of a need now as a result of the Soto trade, but... Yeah. Um, you know, I think you're looking at probably. I think Matas is probably money co- coming back because yep. um, Jack Curry's basically already said, "Hey, Yankees would really like him on an incentive-laden one-year deal." Um, it's probably that's probably about what he's going to get. He's probably going to get a Corey Kluber type one-year deal, and right. um, I'm completely fine with that. You know, the last time he was healthy, he was one of the better pitchers in the American League. Of course, he right. benefit he benefited from the big foul territory in Oakland, but right. still had good stuff. And, you know, uh, it, it's an upside move too. It's not a huge deal. not a huge contract. Um, right. And you need innings. So, yep. um, and you know, I, I don't see them pivoting to Snell. I think I see the angels are in on him and they're not okay. in on Yamamoto, but I, I could see Snell getting closer to 200 million. Mont- Montgomery is someone I could see them bringing back, but I don't see them going like all out to get him back if they miss on Yamamoto. I right. think they would go, I think they would get Montas and then another one year type of de- guy and then try to address the the uh, rotation at the deadline. Maybe hope the Brewers are out of contention and Corbin Burns could get moved at the dead. I, I, th- I kind of think that Burns is going to get moved at the deadline, if anything. I don't really. Right. Kind of don't think he's going to get moved this offseason. There's been really c- conflicting reports on that. Um, yeah. I think you'll have to really, really uh, 
knock the Brewers' socks off with an offer to get him. Um, but yeah, um, I, I kind of see, and that also keeps more money open to bring back Soto next off season too. Right. So, yeah. um, yeah, it'll be it'll be. Here's the thing, though. I just don't see Yamamoto being bad. Like, I I don't see him flopping, or no. No, like just looking at the pitches that he has. I I really don't see him being bad. You look at what Senga has been doing, or who did in his first year. Yep. Um, you know he has the splitter as well, uh, or some kind some type of pitch that's either is a splitter or similar to it, and and you know really worked well for him in year one. Um, and I, I think Yamamoto will translate well as well. So, three hundred million, it'd be like whoa. But I, I, I would still be excited to have Yamamoto. Yeah, yeah. Well, and it's it, it, it would be what George would do. <laughs> yeah, yeah no, I think. that's exactly it. And that's that's also okay. part of this too. I think yeah. jo- John Boy on on talking Yanks yesterday, he was like, you know, three hundred million is a lot, but like. I also just want the he also just wanted the Yankees to like come out and be like, hey, we can still be the Yankees. Yeah, he wanted to, he wanted to be spoiled again. I think that's what he said. He wanted to be yeah. a spoiled fan again. Yeah, and, and that's <laughs> yeah. kind of my 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 want as well. Of course, like everyone wants to be spoiled as fans, but you know, I'm not. I don't. I'm not asking the Yankees to do this every off season either. Like, right? There are some. There are some off seasons where it's just you should not spend on whatever the top free agent is you know and it's smart to pass and you know but this this one you you can get you can add two core players to a core that already has Aaron Judge and Garrett Cole and you know I think Jack Curry said on Hot Stove he was like hey the Yankees think they can win win multiple World Series with Yamamoto in the fold yeah with this core of players and if that's the case then he's worth 300 million to them if they believe that, then they should pay him that much. If that's what it takes, you know, it's going to come down. Playoffs always come down to who are your best three starters, right? Sometimes yep. four. And um, and when you look at it, and you got Cole Yamamoto, and then you know, then then the then basically the crapshoot between Rodon and uh, anybody else behind him. Rodon, and Nestor, and yeah, maybe Montas, maybe Montas, you know, and stuff. So. You know, uh, you got to catch those guys. Those guys got to get fixed. But but yeah, I think you're you're in a you know yep. when you got a Cole and a Yamamoto, one two, um, and Rodon's upside. Like, yeah. I, I think Rodon's going to be better next year. Like, the Yankees are going to get more out of Rodon next year yep. in all likelihood than they got last year, which was almost nothing. But right, I, I mean, I. I refuse to think he stinks after one bad year after being like a Cy Young type of pitcher yeah. in San Francisco. And I don't think he's going to be that good again, but can he be, you know, one of the better pitchers in the American league? I think so. You know, I, I, cause I, I don't think he can take advantage of the high and away fastball, the righties that he was doing in San Francisco. Cause you know, they'll yeah. flip it over the short porch, but exactly. Yeah. They'll go right over the short porch. So but I think he'll, you know, I think he has the opportunity to make the adjustment, and uh, he's he's got. You can tell his his makeup, his his uh, mindset, makeup is he's not going to be. Uh, he's not just going to lay down. 
So right. that's that's a good thing too. And he'll fight. He could fight through and uh, and stuff. Uh, and again, mm-hmm. he's a guy that sh- that lives off of emotion. So Yankees don't try to don't try to make him calm, cool, collected in a business suit. Okay. No, I mean we saw but, we saw the bad but, side of that. It can be a yeah. double edged sword. We saw that yeah. at times last year when he was yep. like blowing kisses to the fans, and then yeah. You know, yeah, and yeah, what he did to true. Matt Blake in the last game of the year. Um, but yeah. that can also be a great thing, you know, October in the playoffs at Yankee Stadium when he strikes out a batter and he's all fired up. That's right, that's what you want, that's what you envisioned when you signed him. Yeah, um, and you know, if you get Yamamoto, you're asking him to be the three starter. That's kind yeah. of a nice situation there. Um, yeah, I, yeah. I just did you see Dylan Lawson is on the Red Sox now? No. He's really? doing their minor league. He's like a hitting coordinator for the minor league system now, oh. which he had success in that yeah. role with the Yankees. So it, yeah. uh, I think it's a good hire for them. But I think his biggest issue was he just had no major league experience or no relating to anybody in the majors. And that right. seemed to be it. You know. Yeah, it didn't work at the major league level, but that he did help. Uh, revamp the minor league system over the last couple of years. Yeah. Um, uh, what else? I, I want to go through the Martino reports on uh, Yamamoto here. Um, so Bob Clappish comes out yesterday and says, growing sense among teams is that he could uh, take until January 1st through the 4th yeah. to make his decision. Um, Andy Martino went on Mets hot stove last night and said, uh, I st- he still hears optimism that it's going to be this week, yeah. um, and he's he's fielding formal offers right now, right since since that started on Monday when he was comfortable enough to field real offers. Of course, it, he talked numbers with teams like it, that. That's like the um, back when Machado was a free agent. I remember like. Like oh no no one's uh, put a formal offer out yet you know, like no yeah. no they they talk numbers but right you know yeah. you put a formal offer out when you think you're you're close right that, that's that's what a formal offer is um, and you know Martino said the Yankees and Dodgers are in good positions while the Mets are hopeful and Steve Cohen is in the process of making a serious offer to him. Um, Martino also says that there is a lot of conflicting information out there. He said he's heard that Yamamoto really has had his eyes on the Yankees for a long time. He's heard that he, um, you know, he's a Dodgers fan. He's heard that, you know, the Mets, the Mets meeting went well. He's heard that the Mets meeting didn't go well. He's heard a lot of different (laughs) things. There's just so much conflicting information out there. And, you know, I think we'll talk about the uh, John Morosi report saying that, you know, Yamamoto's had his eyes on the Yankees for a long time and they're the favorites. Bob yeah. Nightingale last week also said that uh, the Yankees are the favorites for Yamamoto. Yep. Um, those guys are probably hearing from one source that, you know, is hearing some of the things that Martino's saying. And uh, Martino's probably got other sources saying other things. So, so do you think the aggregate of of all of their reports can give you an idea of where they're at, or do you think they all just have the same source and it's all just questions right now? Um, I don't know if Morosi and Nightingale have the same source, but I think they're hearing from similar 
people at the very least. Um, Martino definitely has a, just a bunch of people he's firing off questions to and hearing, yeah. taking taking in everything. And um, yeah. <clears throat> you know, I I do think that the industry consensus is that the Yankees are the favorites, and that if the money is yeah. close enough, that he will go there. Which yeah. is kind of why I feel pretty uh, optimistic about this. Um, but yeah, I don't know what if there. I don't know what's going to be too much for the Yankees, and I don't know if there is a number that is too much for them. That's the thing. So, well, Cashman has a history of leaking things like that if they go south. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, that is true. <laughs> yeah, you know, um, but. Uh, you know, Jack Curry's still in the game, so that that gives us some optimism. So, yeah, I mean, Jack Curry, every time he speaks about Yamamoto, is basically saying, "Hey, the Yankees have had two priorities this offseason. That's Soto, and then and they got him. Now it's yep. Yamamoto, and yep. you know he continues to say that. I, I just don't think anyone has a great sense of what of where this is going. Which is, I mean, good job by Yamamoto and his agent." Right, just to to be say, you know, keep it keep it close to the vest. Yeah. Um, you know, industry industry consensus might not be what he's actually feeling. So right. we'll see. Um, you know, I, about the spotlight thing. You know, I I think that could that could be you know what plays into the Yankees' favor. Of course, you know, yeah. as you say, like it's. John Morosi said the uh the Buffaloes, the uh team that he played for in Japan was the the second team in yes. his market. Like the he and he doesn't want to play second fiddle anymore. And yeah. where where what would he be doing if he goes to the Mets? He'd be playing yeah. second fiddle. Second fiddle. Um and that doesn't mean money can't change the conversation, but um we'll have to see about that. But and then also you know, I think the Otani thing, I don't think it's a certainty that he would be turned off by, you know, not being, you know, not getting the full spotlight in L.A. with Otani in there. Um, so that could be an advantage for the Yankees as well over the Dodgers. So um, it'll just be interesting to see what decision he makes and what reasoning he has for it. Um, yeah, you know, I'm sure he won't. I'm sure he won't be won't be opening up fully about the decision process. Um, but it'll be. Uh, I, I think we can make some good infer inferments on that when, when yeah. the decision does come. So I think, yeah. It, it, first off, whoever he picks is going to be a telling tale. I mean, if it is yeah. the Mets, he's going for the money. If it's right. the Yankees, he's going for the history and the lore. Dodgers also have an equal amount of history and lore, but that's also a huge market for him too. So, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I mean, if he did grow up a Dodgers fan, that's good for them too. So, mm-hmm. um, of course, there are a ton of pitch- pictures out there of him just wearing Yankee hats too. That's kind of funny. right, right. Yeah, and of course, Yankees are just an international brand, and they're everywhere. So, and that that. You know that could be something that plays into that as well. Um, I think we've touched about on about everything you can for Yamamoto. Yamamoto, absolutely. I hope uh, hope we have a decision by the time next week's podcast comes around. That'll be it. Would be nice. 
That'd be nice. Um, we covered Glass now to the Dodgers. I I yep. thought it was. I don't like that move for them. I'm gonna be honest. Well, Glass knows does it doesn't have a, a full season. I mean, he's he he. Um... Yeah, he's he's throwing like 180 innings one time, maybe. Let me yeah. check. Uh, or no, he's he's only thrown one on 120 one time. Yeah, that's and that what was I mean. last he's, year. Yeah, yeah. Um. <clears throat> So really, I mean, especially with the extension, which yeah. has him getting like a like twenty five million a year. Yeah, uh, it's a risky move for the Dodgers, and you know they gave up. Um, I think the guy's name is I don't know I don't know how to say the last name, but it's Pepiat Pepiat something like that. Okay, pitcher they gave up. He's a legit prospect, and you know when the Rays trade for pitching prospects, they're sure. probably gonna get. You know he's probably going to be killing the Yankees in a little bit for yeah, for yeah. Them. <laughs> yep, um, yeah. But Glasnow was due to get works. yeah, Glasnow was due to get the big deal, and the Rays said, "Okay, thanks, we appreciate you being in yeah. our market." Now we're going to move you on. Yeah, he was scheduled to make like twenty five million in, op- yeah. in arbitration next year, so yeah. um, that's uh, uh, no surprise to see the Rays moving on there. He was long the guy was most likely to get moved um, yeah. out of the starting pitchers this offseason. Now he's gone. So, And you would also said, too, uh, earlier, just before our podcast, that if the Dodgers don't win the Yamamoto sweepstakes, um, then there's potential for Corbin Burns uh, deal, yeah. or they could go after one of the other guys like Blake Snell and stuff. Um, the, you know, so. The Dodgers still have legit prospects. Like, yeah. Very, very legit system. You know, we we covered on the Trey Sweeney trade. Yep. That you know Trey Sweeney goes from the tenth prospect in the Yankee system to the eighteenth in the yep. Dodger system. So right. they have plenty to use. Um, you know, if Yamamoto doesn't choose them, I'm sure they'd really love to get him. But they have a lot of pros- prospects to uh, trade for another starter. Yeah. So, yeah. Um. What do you think of Dylan Cease, by the way? I think he could benefit from Matt Blake's tutelage um, just a little bit. And stuff. I do he, too. Yeah, he's one of those guys that that has good stuff, but not consistently good stuff. Right. And um, I almost and view him as like another Holmes, only he's got a harder fast starter. Yeah, a starting yeah. starter, yeah. And, yeah. You know, uh, situation. So, but yeah, uh, I... I I mean, he was number two in the Cy Young in 2022. Yeah. And, of course, the, the White Sox just at clubhouse environment was a disaster last year. It yeah. was not yeah. great. Um, and, you know, he, he kind of regressed as a result of that. You know, he – I don't know how repeatable his 2022 season was. You know, he pitched to a 2.2 ERA. So, yeah, it's really good. Um he finished second to Verlander in the Cy Young that year. Right. Um, I think he he'd be he'd be he'd be absolutely somebody to take a take a flyer on. What what would you give up for? Him? Um, yeah, I. You're probably looking at something with Peraza and a couple other prospects. So it'd be a legit type of package yeah. for him. I I think he only has one year left, but. Uh, the latest reporting I saw was that the the Braves and the Orioles are the two favorites for him. Okay. So, 
in trade talks, but they're probably going to wait until Yamamoto signs so they can get more teams in. Yeah, I think I think this this has got to be the first domino to start falling from the pitching side. Although, you know, the Glasno thing, the Dodgers didn't wait. So, yeah, yeah, Dodgers needed multiple guys. So, so. yeah, and that doesn't take him out on Yamamoto. Um, Maybe they felt the pressure after the Soto trade because of what the Padres pulled in. Um, yeah. So I don't know, but yeah. I yeah. It's just it's interesting. I, I I think that was like one of the more obvious moves of the offseason because you know they're Andrew Friedman is the old mm-hmm. he he worked for the Rays he's got connections there and yeah you know I think it just made too much sense to not happen there. Um, Montgomery, uh, we we touched on him a little bit, uh, a pivot option for the Yankees. Yep. Of course, we had him in the past, but he's he got better after leaving New York. Um, and think, think he'd want to come back? I think he'd be fine coming back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I think he liked being a Yankee too. Yeah. Um, not insulted also, that he wasn't considered a postseason guy. Uh, I also don't think like Cashman never said that publicly either. So I don't yeah. know if that was like a, you know, he wasn't like, it wasn't like Geo when he's like, okay. oh, he's no Josh Donaldson. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, Montgomery, they reportedly are looking at the Rodon deal as a, um, like a okay. model for him. I don't okay. think, he, I, I kind of don't think he's going to get that much. I think you're looking at like 140 million type of Man. deal for him. Uh, if it's not the both. Yankees, I think the Red Sox are the most, okay. most logical destination for him. That's what I'll say for him. It's interesting that the Rangers don't, don't get a chance to keep him. or right. Maybe they do. They're in they, on him. They, that, that's definitely him. Yeah. a, yeah. Yeah. It's in play, but they also have like a, they don't have a TV deal right now. So right. That, that's right. similar to like what the Padres, Padres. have gone through. Of course, yep. not in debt like the Padres have been, but still yep. something to consider. Um, any other options? I think if, there was a there was a guy who was on the Rays last year that the Yankees were rumored to be mentioned with. And I think he would be like, if the Yankees don't get Yamamoto, they would get Montas and him. Oh, okay. um, and I forget the name, but um, we'll have to revisit that if the Yankees do miss out. Um, I have hmm. I have two other points here. Uh, just some, uh, something I've noticed. Uh, Juan Soto seems really excited to be a Yankee. Yeah, you know, you look <laughs> at his Twitter account, and it's just decked out in Yankee stuff. And you yep. look at his Instagram too; it's the same thing. And he has like. He has Soto written out in pinstripes and stuff like that. You know, Yankees lettering and pinstripes behind it. It's pretty cool. Um, yeah, definitely, uh, definitely someone who who is uh, doesn't seem like he's overly thrilled to be a Yankee. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, it, it, it's uh, probably something that his agent's saying. Look, slow it down, but slow boat this baby. You're, you got one. You got you got a contract to negotiate. No, that could be. Uh, yeah, this could play into the leverage too, because this yeah. will get like you know, fans will be saying like, you know, this guy loves being a Yankee. You got to do whatever it takes to yeah, bring him back. Happen. And yeah, I I think, uh, you know, 
this year in New York for him, I, I really think it could be big. And, and when it just deciding how his free agency goes, cause the Yankees, yeah. this could be the factor that makes him be like, okay, I'm going to get my top offers and then I'm going to give the Yankees the, the last chance that, that, that this could be, I you would know, love, what, what makes that happen. <clears throat> yeah. I would, I would love for the Yankees to swoop in during spring training and, and yeah. get this thing locked down. You know, if they could, Scott Boris is going to let it happen, but, but they should offer it. Yeah. Yeah. They should, they should put an offer on the table. And uh, here's, here's what I would do. Offer him 600. Yeah, with the with some deferments, like it, like they did with Otani, like yeah. Otani. But yeah. I, I don't know if Soto's going to be going to want to be a deferred money guy. Scott Boris is seventy one, yeah. So I don't think he's going <laughs> to want to do that. But again, well, he's already done it with Otani, right? So, well, he's not Otani's agent. I, I don't think. I thought he was his agent. I thought he was no. Oh no, Otani's agent's a younger guy. Oh, um, okay. I think you know. Yeah, I would come up. Right. I, I would come out Soto with a couple <laughs> options. I would come out him with like, like four eighty for fifteen or whatever, and then I would come at him with like, the option of doing like six hundred million with like some deferments. Yeah, and then just make him say no. But you know, then he knows the Yankees are serious, and then when he gets his top offer next off season, he can circle back at the end and be like, "Hey, yep, hey, well, can we do this now?" Yeah. Um, yeah, and, and here's the thing: the Yankees uh, should not be asking the question of like you know choosing between Soto and Yamamoto. They should be trying to get both of them. Oh, absolutely. But if the question is, would you rather have Soto or Yamamoto locked down long term? I would choose Soto. Soto, absolutely, the everyday player. Yeah. <laughs> and the pro, I know, I know. We, I just said I, be, I believe Yamamoto is going to be good at, in MLB, yep. but I, I believe in you know, I mean, Soto is the proven guy. So yeah, he's already been good in MLB. Yeah, and he's already been good every day. And so yeah, played you know, sixty two last year. But yeah, I, something yeah. gives me a, a a sense that I don't think he's going to be doing that <laughs> in New York, but. <laughs> It was, that uh, was a God. I hope I hope Aaron Judge really gets his point across about the rest metrics that the yeah. uh, that the Yankees uh, pull <laughs> pull together. You know, yeah. I, I'm hoping to see like 155 at least from Soto this year. Yeah, that's what I'm that'd be great. Um, <clears throat> last thing I have is Bernie Williams. Uh, he's in talks with the Yes Network. I love. That. What do you think of that? I love that. I think it'd be great. I think you're going to get stories about everything in the history. You're going to get you're going to get great stuff. He's he's a really he's he's a mild mannered guy. Um, yeah, they might be trying to pull stuff out of him once in a while, you know, because he'd be there quietly admiring what's going on. But uh, yeah, you need you know. him with Paul O'Neill or something like that. Yeah, yeah, or David David <laughs> Cohn. I, okay, give yeah. me give me a booth with. I, I know traditionally four person booth is not the way to go, but you know, give me. K, give me yep. David Cohn, and then give me uh, Paul O'Neill, and then Bernie yep. Williams in there, and yep. then they're just telling yep. old stories, yeah, from the nineties. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. You know who's been really, really quietly good this year in the Yankee booth? Jeff Nelson. I oh yeah, he's fine. 
he's funny. I, I love I love him and his stories uh, too and stuff. So yeah, I think it would be great. I think it'd be great to get him in the booth and stuff. And uh, yeah. you know, and then occasionally, uh, you know, he and Susan Wallman can get together. She sings the national anthem while he plays it on guitar, and you get the duet instead of just they both do it singly. So yeah, that'd be funny. Um, yeah. Yeah, you need some kind of energetic. Um, I, I would like to see Ruko get a couple games with Bernie too. That would be kind of fun. Um, a new hat for Brian here. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm, I'm moving. This is a follow la 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 hat. So yeah. So going caroling this week? <laughs> no, no, probably. You know, probably not caroling, but probably hanging out here and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I, I have to tell you because I I just you know we have fun this season and stuff. I got a bag of these babies. They're, they're all uh, hats. That's <laughs> funny. And so far, this is the fourth one I put on to the podcast. So, mm-hmm. um, but yeah. So I think I, I would love to see Bernie in the booth, and and uh, and yeah, and that would be really that would be another another fun time. Yeah, and I think um, it was reported by Andrew Marshand of. Uh, New York Post, when, and when he reports, like, hey, that these people are in talks to to join, you know, broadcasting wherever, um, yep. then it, it usually happens. You know, I think the only only recent one was uh, Mark Jackson with MSG Networks, which oh, didn't yeah. work out. Which I was yeah. I, I was pretty happy with with that because I'm not a fan <laughs> of Mark Jackson on broadcast. Um, but yeah, it was uh, it'll be it'd be cool to have bernie on there um yeah. i'm not sure how he would be in a booth but i think he i just think you pair him with someone who's going to pull stuff yep. out of him you know exactly. I, and i think i think o'neill or cone are capable of doing that yeah who's the uh who's the uh nets announcer that comes in and does him uh does the yankees gives gives michael k a spell on play-by-play um that's ryan Rucco. ryan Rucco. okay yep so Ryan Rucco and CJ do uh, and CC work out really well together when they do their podcasts and stuff, right? Yeah. Um, R two C two. Um, but the I don't know if a Ryan Rucco and a Bernie Williams match would work out. I just I just don't. You know, That'd be it, better in an interview format. Like yeah. Ryan Rucco is a really good interviewer. Yeah. And yep. you know it might it might be good if it's like a game where you have some downtime and yep. you know it's Cone and then uh, yeah. Bernie. Yeah, uh-huh. I because I, I think you know, I think Ruko and Cone together is a great match because yeah. you know they, those yes. two bounce off each other really yes, well. They do. Um, I just remember that game a couple of years ago when David Cone was just dancing in the booth, <laughs> 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 late innings, and Ruko was just laughing. <laughs> it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah. While we're while we're talking about, it, I do miss Ken Singleton in the booth. Yeah, exactly. I, I agree with that too. Yeah, there was another good guy. All right, we do have a, a history moment or two if you're ready. Yeah. All right. So, uh, 2008, and you made sure I pulled this one out, which is a 2008, two days before Christmas, the Yankees signed uh, Mark Teixeira to a uh, uh, eight-year, hundred eighty million dollar deal. And of course, that leads to the 2009 season, which was the last World Series the Yankees won and stuff. And of course, yep. Teixeira was with them for you know the full contract and stuff, and really did a great job switch hitting 
first baseman and, uh, you know, uh, really, really was part of a three or four uh, player signing, you know, in the 2008 timeframe to open up the new Yankee Stadium, which was going to open for yep. the 2009 season. So now they've had a couple of duds too. Okay. Um, you know, in this whole, <clears throat> in this whole aspect, you know, uh, I hate to say this, I'm going to go back to, uh, uh, who was it? The, uh, Yankees signed, uh, Kei Igawa. Uh, yeah. This time, you know, this time in, uh, uh, I guess 2009. Yeah. Um, I don't think it was nine. No. I think it was a couple of years before that. Yeah. Didn't work out, though. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what else didn't work out? The 2004 signing of Carl Pavano. No, that did not. <clears throat> he was your Connecticut neighbor, by the way. Oh, yeah. Southington. Oh, yeah. How far so- is that from Southington, you? Yeah. yeah That's Southington. maybe an hour, okay. I think. So. All right. But, yeah, he was a guy that, uh, you know, Came in on a, a four-year, $40 million deal, and the Yankees got a total of 26 games out of them out of the whole three years in the state <laughs> before they released them. So, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, we've had, you know, there have been some duds, but there have been some winners, and we're hoping for one more big winner before Christmas. So, oh, at, or on your birthday. Yeah. I, I would it like it before Christmas because, you know, Christmas Eve on Sunday. Because yeah. the place I'm going one of the uh, one of the people who lives there uh, is a Red Sox fan, so be nice. Oh, that would be good. Oh yeah, yeah, that would give you a lot to talk about. Yeah, you know, stay away from the ornaments. You don't want to be throwing those across the room, okay? Yeah, uh, no, yeah, um, but yeah. Um, the Teixeira one is obviously the highlight. Yeah, it's the highlight on top of really... the uh, top of the offense. He gave a really good defense at first yep. base. So. Um, so all right, we'll be uh, Yamamoto signing is hopefully imminent in the next couple of days, and uh, oh, Brian's got the got the beard and everything now. Oh, pull <laughs> up the full part. outfit for you, my son. <laughs> all right, Ryan, all right. have a very, very, very merry Christmas. Yes, wish you the best. Merry Christmas to everyone. <laughs> And I'll be trying to bring Yamamoto in my, on my sleigh Christmas Eve. <laughs> we'll drop him right in Yankee Stadium. There we go. <laughs> that'll be that'd be a great way to to celebrate. All right. So, thanks for listening this week. We'll be back next week, and let's go Yankees.